Welcome to Power Talk Podcast, where the talk is interesting, informative, and powerful. Welcome to the podcast with Reverend Matthew DeLeon. I have another special guest for you, another one of my beautiful daughters, (laughs) Um, very single and very available. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay. is, that, is, that, is that true amanda mm-hmm. there you go yeah. i gave you a hint her first name is amanda her middle name is not sue uh contrary to belief i know pastor paul and tara like calling her amanda sue but it's amanda emily so any case yeah. i have joining with me on the power talk podcast with her Didi. <laughs> it is amanda emily de leon well thank you for having me dad and pastor paul um, it's an honor, and well, I love it being on good. here. Yeah, that's good. Today we're going to talk about sports and nothing but sports. Amanda is a sports fanatic, so which I know nothing about. Which she knows nothing about. Yep. All she knows is that her daddy likes the one NFL team, 49ers. 49ers. I don't have a basketball team. I really don't have a baseball team, but I do have a football team yep. that I've been following since 1978. My dad got me involved in that. Took me to my first game in 1979. So it was the Cleveland Browns and the San Francisco 49ers played at Candlestick Park, and they lost. Niners <laughs> lost that day. But in any case, I got hooked because my, my dad took me there. And so now Amanda, she's not hooked, but she will watch it with me on occasions. Right, yeah. Is that, is that true? Yeah, some okay. good snacks, you know. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, go ahead and talk a little bit about yourself, Amanda. You know, describe, you know. Well, you, about you. Okay. Talk about you for a minute here. Um, I am on the worship team at Powerhouse Church, um, and I've been on the worship team for about, actually since I've been in middle school, so mm-hmm. a couple of years, a long, a while, let's just say. Yeah, a while. definitely a couple of years. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and As far as what, seven years? Yeah, About maybe, seven, eight years yeah. now? Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I... I've always been in, I've been in music since I was in fifth grade. Playing what? Playing the clarinet. Mm-hmm. Um, you got me mm-hmm. signed up on that. Yeah. As soon as I could. And after that, the piano. Yeah. Um, so playing that and um, I just love anything that is creative, anything that I can, yeah. um, you know, make it my own or um, just I hear it in my head and I just love being able to like create it, whether it's art, yeah. um, sketching, writing little notes to, encouraging notes to people, friends, family, whatever it is. And mm-hmm. yeah, just being able to encourage however I can. That's right. She does, if you know Amanda, she loves to be creative and she loves art. She loves calligraphy mm-hmm. um, and drawing things. You've been drawing like, uh, was it Grogu, which is baby <laughs> Yoda for, yeah. for Tom Tom? Yep. And he's been coloring. What else did you draw? Um, I've driven, drawn like, um, I drew, drew sorry. <laughs> <laughs> a little nervous, a little nervous. Um, right. The Hulk. Um, That's right. That was a cute but, one. Yeah. He was like, a, I say cute because it was like a baby Hulk. Yeah. Baby Hulk. Yeah. Just kind of funny. And uh, yeah, that's about it. So Amanda is our second daughter, second oldest. And then we have Jaylene. And then we have Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. So of course, and then our son, my son-in-law, uh, Lorenzo. Yeah. So at some point, uh, depending on when Pastor Paul and Pastor Nate take vacations, we'll be also on the podcast. Uh, with me joining me but today you have the wonderful experience of listening to amanda emily de leon and so today we're going to talk about power and purity now the reason why we want to talk about those two topics we didn't realize how they tie hand in hand in scripture 
power is purity, and purity is power. Uh, mm-hmm. The first scripture that comes to mind without even looking at my notes is those who are pure in heart will see right. the God, Lord. Yeah. They'll see the Lord. Yeah. And so with that being said, Amanda, why do you believe that that is so important and essential to the Lord that our hearts are pure? Because it's not touched by anything else. Mm-hmm. Like it's not, um, like I think of like water. Mm-hmm. You know, there's this um, brand of water that says untouched by human hands. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, that's what God wants. He wants a heart that is completely, um, just wants only one thing, and that's God. Yeah. And so I think, like, he doesn't even want it, um, like, defiled or um, Mm -hmm. touched by the world. That's right. Um, Not something that is willing to be partial, Mm -hmm. half in, half out. He wants it, you know, all in, pure. That's, That's right. And it's interesting that we'll buy a bottle of water that is undefiled right. or untouched by right. human hands, but we won't protect our own hearts in that same right. manner. Again, we want to make sure that water is mm. undefiled. Yep. We'll spend, you know, probably $5 on one bottle, which we yeah. would typically wouldn't spend. But that's okay because we know it's the good stuff going into our body. Right. But when it comes to the heart, we don't protect it. Mm-hmm. We don't protect it. Is that what you see? You've seen, you know, growing up through junior high, high school, even elementary even now, you know, you don't go to school right now, but you do work with you do work with your mom mm-hmm. in the daycare, and you've seen lots of things. But in regards to protecting their hearts, what have you noticed in this in the world around you? That people don't they're not looking to God. Yeah. They're not focusing on um, what's important, and um, I think they care more about well, they do care more about what other people are doing or saying rather than what the word says, rather than what scripture says, and they get they get lost, the things that are going on around them, or um, just looking to other things, constantly trying to fill themselves up with things. Yeah, and it's going to be transparent. Have you ever felt yourself get lost yourself? Now, we, we can easily say, we see a world out there, and they're, yeah, they're lost, but as a Christian, you've been raised in a Christian home. Mm-hmm. And last week, we talked with Crescenda, and she talked about um, she got lost right. out there. She mm-hmm. gave a little bit about her testimony when she went to college and she came back. Right. Now, with you, again, we're being transparent because uh, I like transparency now. Mm-hmm. Before, like I said my message a couple of weeks ago on YouTube, I didn't, let tr- I didn't like transparency because I didn't want people to see my flaws. I didn't right. want people to see um, my mistakes. Right. And now I re- the Lord's helped me, understa- helped me understand that... If I don't reveal that to certain people, a certain crowd of people, especially as a minister, then I'm really giving a false persona that yeah. Christianity is perfect. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Christ is perfect, but Matthew is not perfect. Yeah. And so, I again, I talked on several occasions about certain things, um, whether it be struggles, whether it be decisions I've made. And it's funny, it feels actually liberating to talk about mm-hmm. my mistakes. Right. Uh, not because I'm going through therapy, mm-hmm. you know, with people as I'm talking as a message, but I realize that people can relate right. to both the truth and to a mistake. Yeah, and you know how we know that it's in the Bible. Right. I mean, we we can read about Joseph, you know, who mm-hmm. was who was thrown in jail, and yet you know, n- there's no real clear mistakes. But when we read Psalms, it says that the Lord um, tested him with a word. Mm. with with God's word. In other words, so there was obviously certain things in Joseph's heart. Yeah. Now going back to the question I've asked you is have you noticed anything in your life where 
Again, we're not talking about, you know, details about sin or anything <laughs> like that. But you talked yeah. about the people around you that um, they had, you know, they were obviously lost. Did you feel at some point where you were confused yourself or, mm-hmm. you know, misunderstood? Yeah, I um, definitely. I think in those situations and in those times, um, like looking back now, like the Lord really, like I used that for me to help find who he was for me. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, like you said, growing up in a Christian home, I can hang on to your guys' stories, but in yeah. reality, they're not mine. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I never necessarily struggled with anything, like, physically or, like, mm-hmm. materialistically. Yeah. Um, it was always thoughts. Yeah. And so, which makes it even more um, scarier, mm-hmm. because the only way to tell other mm-hmm. people is it's all through, you know, communication. Yeah. And so I definitely learned, like, how to communicate better with you and mom mm-hmm. um, with certain things that I did struggle with. And right. it all came back to um, my thoughts, my thought mm-hmm. patterns. And, you know, having you, mom, and Pastor Paul and Cindy, like, going to you guys, telling you, okay, you know, I'm struggling with this or this, right. you know, and coming down to, well, these are your thoughts. Like, these yeah. things need to be renewed. And it's simple, mm-hmm. but it's a constant day-to-day thing. Yeah. And you mentioned Pastor, going to Pastor Paul and going to Pastor Cindy. Uh, it's one thing to go to your parents. It's another thing to go to somebody else. Yeah. How did you feel when you would talk to Pastor Paul and, pa- and Pastor Cindy about some of these topics? Um, well, first of all, it makes me like want to cry because mm-hmm. I think it's it's just so like it's so personal, mm-hmm. you know. And I think a lot of people say like, "Oh yeah, like." you know, I talk to my pastors oh, like, or I have other people outside of my parents or, yeah. you know, maybe they don't talk to their parents so they have someone else. But I think when you find people who genuinely um, care but also know the scripture and know the word and will tell you as it is in love, yeah. only in love, like yeah. it's, it is life-changing and it also helps you see just differently, yeah. not through your own eyes but through the eyes of others who yeah. are strong in the Lord. Yeah, and that's so key. I mean, a word that wasn't said, but is spoken through what you just said is trust. Mm. And you knew that you can trust Pastor Paul. You knew that you can trust Pastor Cindy with some of the most uh, secret things of your heart. You know, Mm. think whether it be a struggle, whether it be a misunderstanding. It could be about what you're going through. It could be about me and your mom, Mm -hmm. but it didn't matter. The fact that you can go to Pastor Paul and Pastor Cindy and feel like I can convey, I can say whatever I need to say to them, and they would understand and they would help you. Right. And to me, what we're talking about is still revolves around uh, power and purity, mm-hmm. because what you're talking about is when we're transparent with people and with mainly with ourselves, and we can be uh, completely honest with ourselves. We're on the right track of purity, mm-hmm. because in this world, we know that there are ugly things in this world. Yeah. Um, you've had friends again in junior high and high mm-hmm. school; they weren't pure, right? In fact, let's go ahead and bring that home for a second. Our own thoughts are right. not always pure. Right. Our, and let's go through our hearts. Our motives aren't always pure. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. we can get pretty feisty at times. We can get, uh, I want my way, yeah. and I'm going to push you out of the way to get my way. Yeah. But when we realize, well, first of all, when we act that way or when we, when we behave that way, the Holy Spirit's right there convicting us yeah. to keep, like you just said, untouched by that water, uh, by untouched hands. Yeah, yeah. That's what the Holy Spirit wants us to do and keep in our own hearts. Right. He wants to make sure that Amanda, Matthew, and every listener out there, you, we maintain that integrity. Mm-hmm. 
Right. I want to read a scripture. It's uh, Proverbs 4.23. It says, Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it the issues are life. For out of it are the issues of life. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, one of the things about staying pure, we won't get to power yet, but it's it encompasses that as well. But it says to keep thy heart with all diligence. And that word diligence means steady application and constant application. Mm-hmm. So it's got to be steady. Yeah. But it's got to be constant. Right. You can't ever let up. You can't ever let your guard down. Right. And we say, oh, I'm going to be tired. When I say this, it sounds almost like it can be tiresome. But it's not. Not if we stay in the Word. Right. Now, it's interesting. When it comes to power, the Word is always associated with yeah. it. The Word of God. Yeah. When it comes to purity, the Word of God is always associated with that as well. Mm-hmm. So if we're having a constant dosage of God's word on a daily basis yeah. every morning like the first thing that we should do in the morning right. not look at like Josh Escobedo said this past Sunday is the first thing we do we should not be grabbing our phone yeah. and looking at social media right. news yep. media any kind of things other than God's word because when we do like he said we have an appetite yeah and it grows and it grows you know I want I want you to finish a sentence but what appetite should be growing in our lives an appetite after the Lord. Yeah. After the Word. Mm-hmm. Now, you sound hesitant, girl. <laughs> I mean, there's no, there's no, just, I'm not trying to play a trick on you here. Yeah. I mean, you got to be, if you got to yeah. be completely honest, these par- these listeners, they, they want transparency here. Right. So, in all honesty, what kind of appetite should we would have? Only only after the things of God. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I'm, I'm like visual and I like think of things like, like um like now like that's relatable if i'm constantly eating junk food mm-hmm. that's all i'm gonna want is junk food mm-hmm. and you know a piece of broccoli doesn't always sound the best but i know what's better for me right and the but the more i eat it the more i realize the benefits that it has for me mm-hmm. um and eating that way not just my um not just physically you know more strength more um energy right. but also the way that i think mm-hmm. um clear thinking clearer um yeah. and just um, just ready, more prepared yeah. for what that day has. That's good. Because, you know, looking at the 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 first three words on Proverbs uh, 4.23, I'm assuming this is King James Version that I'm looking at. I don't have the, the letters that say what version it is, but it says, keep thy heart. That's how you keep your own heart, is by putting it in a place where it can be unscathed, yeah. untouched, and kept pure. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's like, um, I like to barbecue. Yeah. Now, I'm not into smoking yet. But some people who smoke, they rub it with salt. Like, like they do like the salt deal on top yeah. of it, and it, it keeps it pure. And I believe, and it's interesting, that's not a coincidence that the Bible says that we're the salt to the yeah. earth because the earth has no flavor. Right, yep. And yet people think with Ye- Yeezys, it's called, the shoe's called Yeezys, <laughs> yeah. and all the, it's like to them that's flavor. Yeah. You know, dressing for women, dressing immodestly. And you've seen this. Yeah. And we've all seen it. I don't think right. anybody <laughs> on the sound of my voice has never seen a woman dress immodestly. It's right. it's in our ads. It's it's on it's on internet. Everywhere. It's yep. it's on TV. It's everywhere. Right. But yet we're to keep our own heart. Mm-hmm. We're to keep our own heart. And we do that again by when I think about that meat that people will kind of like put that salt around yeah. it and keep to preserve it. Mm-hmm. The same can be said for the Word of God when we keep our heart. Right. And so, again, we're going to get to the word power in a minute here, but I want to uh, key on purity because it's, purity is kind of been a byword um, culture to this culture. People think purity, 
I don't know if people are thinking purity, to be honest right. with I mean, <laughs> probably, what do you think? Probably, no, I don't think so. I mean, you know, you have all of these social media um, platforms and all, you know, people that we've seen, Christian, non-Christian, you know, sadly. Right. And, I mean, I think both parties, there's not really, it's not really their agenda, yeah. their motive. Yeah. It, it's funny because right when you said that, I, thought, I automatically thought about a few people that we have on our Instagram and mm-hmm. Facebook. And, you know, it's like... I don't really communicate with them on on the on social media aspect, but it's like some of their pictures are like are not pure. Yeah. And the language they choose is yeah. not pure, especially after this whole election this right. past January. Yeah. People, I could not believe Christians who are calling themselves Christians were not using pure words. Right. You know, and they think speaking vulgarity is power, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Wouldn't you say? Would you agree yeah. with that? Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So I mean, it's what's interesting that. What people choose to think what power is. So instead of walking in the light of God's truth, mm-hmm. they're reverting to the flesh. Yes. Figuring, well, this is real power then. Yeah. So I'm going to yeah. go ahead and voice my anger and I'm going to use four little words and I'm going to this and this and this and this. And I'm like, you yeah. really saw what purity yeah. level they're on. Well, and I even think, you know, maybe not just four letter words. They're probably using, there's people, there was people using scripture to back themselves up Mm -hmm. on what they thought was right Mm -hmm. or what should have been and where it was, they used scripture wrong, Mm -hmm. you know, and it wasn't, first of all, it wasn't said in love. Second Mm -hmm. of all, okay, like what's, what's the point now? What's your motive? Exactly. Exactly. And like you're saying, their motive is everything, but this is how we keep thy heart. And uh, the last portion of it, because this will be the last we break down of this particular scripture, is issues. And out of it are the issues of life. That word issues means source. It means fountain from which the stream of water proceeds from. And so, you know, our actions come from our heart. Yeah. Our resolve comes from our heart. Our courage yep. comes from the heart. Perseverance, endurance, all that comes from our heart. Mm-hmm. And that's the issues of life. In other words, that's the source of life. Yeah. And right now, we're we're not seeing purity as a standard right. across America or across this world. Yeah. And this is where you and I, we can make a difference. Now, is there anything that you wanted to share? Because I already gave you the topic already prior to this podcast. Mm-hmm. Was there anything that the Lord shared with you in the area of purity? Yeah, I think that it is very uncommon. Um, and it's not just... Um, you know, maybe oh, how you dress. It's also, you know, our thoughts, yeah. you know. Um, and, you know, I know for myself, like, there's been times like, okay, I'm staying away from Instagram or mm-hmm. um, whatever because I'm like, okay, you know, if there's cer- if cer- like certain thoughts pop up and I'm like, wait, what, what is this from? You know, right. what did I watch? You know, what did I listen to? And, right. you know, there was a time I did listen to a lot of like, um, a lot of music in general across mm-hmm. the board. Right. But then I came to terms and like realized, okay, if I'm to protect what the Lord has given me, you know, these thoughts, you know, God can't do everything. I have to, you know, do my part as well. And so for me, I was like, okay, one of the things is music for me Mm. because, you know, um, it's so interesting and so funny and subtle how people get hooked on um, beats and lyrics because it just goes so well or it sounds just so nice. Mm -hmm. And um, it can be so deceiving and there's... Definitely multiple songs that I've come across, and I'm like, okay, well, did not realize what those lyrics said because it's so easy to just sing along with it. Yeah. Um, and I know for me, I'm like, okay, 
I want to be so quick to what I am saying Mm -hmm. um, and what I'm not just speaking out loud, but it's really coming back like towards me, you know, Mm -hmm. so whatever I say, it comes back. Yeah. So everything I want to say, I want it to be um, truth. I want it to bless others, you know, and um, yeah. And this is where the words come into play in regards to purity and power. The Bible says you, um, what you say you have. Yes. And Proverbs talks about you will eat the fruit of your lips. Right. In other words, whatever we speak, and prayfully, this is why God is so so big on purity. Mm-hmm. When we speak purity, that's what we get right. out of life is that purity. Yes. Purity, oh, let me read a scripture here. This is Ephesians chapter 3, verses 14 through 16. This is out of the New Living Translation. It says, when I think of all this, I fall to my knees and pray to the Father, the creator of everything in heaven and on earth. Again, he's the creator yeah. of everything of heaven and on earth. I pray that his glorious, unlimited resources will empower you with inner strength through his spirit. Mm-hmm. And so purity is so key. If we want to be a vessel for his Holy Spirit, yeah. which I know we do as Christians, we want to be... If you're not, I'm not sure if you know this listener or not, but this is a Christian podcast, <laughs> okay? Okay, we do want to reach the unsaved, but yeah. this is to encourage you as a Christian that God wants to empower us. Right. And it starts with purity. Yep. It starts with purity. What's our motive? What's our intention? Because here it says, I, this, the Apostle Paul is praying this for the church of Ephesus. Mm-hmm. I pray that from his glorious, unlimited resources that God will empower you with inner strength through his spirit yeah now we need strength though Mm -hmm. we need his strength to walk in purity yeah we need to be empowered this is where we see god's hand in our in our heart touching is because he wants to empower us to live pure right but we can only do it through his strength right and using wisdom and i love it it says wisdom is pure Mm -hmm. you know so we can't just not be pure at all like we have to have that in yeah. our lives like it's just like you were saying it yeah mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah um we do have to have that wisdom and to me i got i got an understanding on that in the old testament it was called wisdom in the new testament it's still called wisdom mm-hmm. but it's also relatable to revelation where we need not just the logos word, which is a written word, we also need a rhema word, which mm-hmm. is the revealed word or the revelation of that word. They go hand in hand, logos and rhema. Mm-hmm. But it is so imperative as Christians, as believers, if we're tired of seeing you know the world uh, being successful, if a single you know single people, I know that some single people get jealous of seeing the world and relationships, mm-hmm. and it seems like. They're enjoying it. Right. They're in sin. Yep. They're not married. And they're they're called friends with benefits. That right. was a term they used many, many years ago. Yeah. But that's how they're living. And single people can look at that and think, well, nothing's happening to them. Right. It's like we're waiting for the hand of God to fall on them right there mm-hmm. and destroy them. And, it, and, and the following day, they're still there happy. The next day, they're happy. But not realizing on the inside, whether yeah. they realize it or not, they, according to scripture, are wasting away. Yep. Because not living in purity. Yeah. Yeah. And I've definitely, I've had friends over the years um, that, you know, now I have lost contact with. But, you know, just these choices that they make, you know, it really reveals their heart and um, how hurt they really are. Mm -hmm. And 
they don't realize that they are showing their hurt. They're wearing it, right. you know, by what they wear, by the mm-hmm. relationships, the ones that the people that they choose. Yeah. And, um, you know, it makes me sad, but it makes me even more so want to live a way that, you know, I, that it, they're going to question themselves. Okay. Right. You know, yes, maybe Amanda is single, you know, and she's always been single, but yeah. she's always been, you know, I've, I've had a great relationship with my parents, you know, and, and I know the Lord for myself, you know, and these people who do these things, they don't know the Lord for themselves, That's right. you know, because if, if they tasted that, they would have known and they would have seen and experienced that exactly, and not needed anything else. And exactly. And we're not trying to condemn these people because not even Jesus condemned them. We're just saying that there is a separation. There is the line has been drawn in the sand between righteous and unrighteous, the sick and the healed. Yeah. We were sick. Right. And God healed us. Mm-hmm. You know, at one point in your life, you've had to make a decision, Amanda, to ask the Lord into your own life. Yeah. Like Christinda had mentioned in last week's podcast, and you just mentioned a moment ago, that you cannot live your salvation through your parents. Yeah. And that has to be revelation to you. Because if, if not, then you're going to ride the curtails of, of our Christianity. Yeah. And you're going to suffer. Right. You're going to get hit. You're going to wonder, do my parents really care? Are they even listening? Is the ministry more important than me as their children? Yeah. And you can get lost in those thoughts. Yeah. And we've talked about that before. You and I, in your own, in our own personal conversations, away yeah. from uh, just in our relationship. Yeah. How easy is it to get lost in our own thoughts that are negative, mm-hmm. contrary to what God says about us? Right. You know what I mean? We're believing the negative, the lie of the enemy, saying that, Amanda, your Christianity isn't that pure. Yeah. Amanda, your Christianity isn't that powerful. And you, these thoughts are proof of that, Amanda. Yeah. Right? Right. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, when you're talking about, you know, writing the curtails of your guys' relationship with the Lord, mm-hmm. I definitely don't want that mm-hmm. because I want to have my own blessings. I want to have my yes. own um, experiences and my own um, just moments with the Lord that I'm able to um, share with other people and right. that it's going to be noticeable on my life. In my life, you know, right. when I, wherever I go, people are just going to notice mm-hmm. something different about me because right. I have him for myself. Right. You know. And to me, right away, I got the picture of you tithing. You've had a job for several years now, mm-hmm. you know, and you've had different jobs as well. Yeah. Outside of helping your mom with the daycare. And I bring that up for only one reason is because those jobs, you give your tithe an offering. That's yeah. your blessing. Right. That blessing doesn't yeah. belong to me. Exactly. That's your blessing. Yeah. Like you said, you want your Christianity to bless you. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the ways it can bless you is with your own tithe and your own offerings. Right. Which I've seen you give on several occasions. You know, you're not, um, you don't boast about it, but I've just seen you, you know, watch, watch my children. <laughs> and I've noticed that, you know, with my kids that they're generous. And that's only because they watch mom yeah. and dad mm-hmm. being generous, whether it be with time or finances or whatever. It doesn't matter. We want to be generous across the board because we don't want to limit our generosity to just money right. or yep. just time. Yeah, It's going to be everything across the board. We, if it's extra toilet paper to our neighbors because mm-hmm. COVID has, yeah. uh, and people had that fear as, of, of um, buying all the toilet paper up. Yeah. And yeah. we you know we bought enough. In fact, we've given toilet paper away, yeah. even though, you know, we're on our last few rolls, but people, our neighbors have needed some because there was not in the store. You know, it was, mm-hmm. this, obviously this was last year. Right. Yeah. But still, you know, generosity is very key into Christianity. But I wanted to read this here in uh, James chapter 1, verses 27. And it says here, Pure and genuine religion in the sight of God 
The father means caring for orphans and widows in their distress and refusing to let the world corrupt you. Now, this is in regards to purity. We've talked about um, we talked about our heart. We talked about purity. We mentioned just uh, real briefly Ephesians chapter three verse sixteen regarding power. But I want to talk on purity on this particular uh, scripture on purity. Again, it says pure and genuine religion in the sight of God. Um, the Father means caring for orphans and widows in their distress. I, I, I think this is so powerful. Here, here comes where purity and power come hand in hand is when we put it to action. Yeah, helping the widows mm-hmm. in their distress. Helping the orphans in their distress. And I believe it's helping anybody in yeah. distress. It isn't just those two categories. Mm-hmm. And I love what, how James said this. And I, and, I, and I felt its power when I first read this many years ago. It says here, pure and genuine religion. Yeah. People, we, we've heard the term, people are so religious. Yeah. And, and Christians have said it too. That person's so religious. Right. <laughs> and I think they're talking about like a tradition. I think like ceremonies. I think like, um, you know, things along those nature. Mm-hmm. But here it's talking about relationship, but it's also talking about a standard, yeah, a righteous standard when it talks about religion. And I looked up religion, and it talks about um, having having certain oh, commandments and oh, what was the other word? I can't think of it, but it's anything that's related to the Lord and keeping in constant um, fellowship with that. And so that's what we're doing when it talks about pure and uh, pure genuine religion inside of the Lord. Yeah. But again, to me, it's putting what puts power and purity on the road, so to speak, is by actions. Yeah. James even said that. Just don't show me faith without actions. Yeah. You know, you've got to show me faith with actions. Right. The same author that I'm reading right now is, is talking about that. Mm-hmm. And with you, Amanda, you've prayed for many people and you've seen healings and you've seen miracles. Mm-hmm. Talk about putting your faith in action in some of those testimonies. Yeah. One of... Actually, um, something that comes to mind very strong is I went to Target one time and I saw this older lady having a knee brace on. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I was going to just go right up to her and ask her, you know, if if I could pray for her. Well, I just felt just be patient and just wait. And so, you know, I went around the corner, grabbed what I had. Well, I ended up coming like face to face with her and I got to pray for her. Mm -hmm. Well, after I prayed, um, the Lord healed her and it was a really awesome experience um, for both of us. Yes. Well, as she, you know, she left and I stood there um, looking for what else I needed to grab. And this lady came up to me and um, she was like, I saw you praying for her. Um, And it's not a coincidence because my mom just sent me um, a devotional on my phone. Mm -hmm. She was like, I'm struggling in my marriage. Um, And, you know, I was 19 and I was like, here she is telling me about her marriage stuff, you know. And, you know, she kind of opened up to me a little and I just got to... um, just to encourage her because she was a Christian mm-hmm. and she was like, I needed to see that. Mm-hmm. She was like, please keep doing what you're doing. And, you know, she left when we both went on our ways. But before she left, she was like, wait, how old are you? Right. And I told her my right. age. Right. She was like, no. Mm-hmm. And she couldn't believe me. And I think what really stood out to me is that, you know, God doesn't want us to wait till we're older to get yeah. it. He doesn't want us to, oh, well, you know, you can experience life, whatever. You know, he wants us to get it now. Mm-hmm. And um, he's just... I think for me, I've just known him to be so kind and patient with me in yeah. learning um, and to also, you know, use the resources that I have, you know, mm-hmm. yes, scripture, yes, the word, yes. but also, you know, you and my parents and my pastors and, yeah. um, you know, just going out and living it, going out and praying for people yeah. and 
seeing, okay, God, you, you want this to be my daily walk, my daily life. Right. Um, and I don't, and no one should ever be stagnant mm-hmm. or ever stop growing or ever stop um, learning new things. I think it's, we should always be, mm-hmm. you know, continually just getting outside of our comfort zone, learning exactly. scripture and everything. And not just learning too, like you're saying just a moment ago, is actually applying those yeah. things too. And I think that sometimes that can be scary mm-hmm. because I remember when you first, you felt the call to go out and start praying for people uh, shortly before and after the Power and Love Conference with Todd White. And you were already doing that. And, but you fought through emotions, the fear, <laughs> yeah. the what ifs, and yet you see miracle after miracle, mm-hmm. you know, and that has encouraged you and blessed you. Yeah. Is that why you still do today? Yeah, I just see people and I just see that God loves them and he just, he needs them to know that, yeah. you know, they need, and honestly, what makes me want to is I've experienced it and mm-hmm. I want them to experience that. Exactly. Like I... I always think about in scripture, um, and you know, Todd White's talked about it, where you know, at the end, or in the Bible, it talks about you know, there's going to be the sheep and the goats mm-hmm. right next to each other, and yeah. I, and he says, I don't ever want to be, um, I don't want to be in the sheep line and other goats looking <laughs> at me, <laughs> saying, wait, why didn't you tell me? There you know, is. I've seen you. Why didn't you ever say anything to me? There you is. know, and I'm like, God, I don't ever want to have missed an opportunity because there was a time that I did missed, and yeah. and it ate me up. And, mm-hmm. um, and I just, what do, you mean, what do you mean by that? It ate you up. Like, I remember I saw this lady at Subway yeah. and I don't know, she just, the way she looked at me, mm-hmm. she was almost asking me, like wanting me to ask her for mm-hmm. help. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I remember I just looked at her and I just like walked just because I was so, I was so nervous and I was yeah. afraid. And I'm not kidding. Like months after that, I just, she was always on my mind. Mm-hmm. And I was like, God, I never want to do that again. Cause yeah. I don't know what happened. She could have gotten a car accident. You know, we yeah. don't, we don't know. We're not guaranteed tomorrow. And yeah. so I'm yeah. um, just wanting to live every day. So the thought of you not knowing her future, what happened to her the next day really burdened you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Why, why do you think that happened? Why do you think that happens with you? That, that thought process? I just think, cause my prayer has always been like, I want, to see people through your eyes, God. Mm-hmm. I want to see these uh, these people as your children, and if they're lost, um, I want to I want to help them out. I want to plant those seeds, mm-hmm. you know, and um, mm-hmm. whatever that may look like. In understanding this, listener, when Amanda says she wants to help them out by planting those seeds, it's not tomato seed, <laughs> it's not corn seed, it's not cucumber seeds. It's the word of God. Yep. It's the word of God, and this, and this is where you get the the power and purity. Um, but it comes first and foremost by asking Jesus Christ into your life. Mm-hmm. You know, you gave a post today on social media. And what was it again? You gave a, um, Josh, you Yeah, are you a surface Christian? Or yes. are you, yeah, do you have surface Christianity? Mm-hmm. And if you do, what was, what was the, the suggestion? Um, you will only go as far as you are hungry for the word of God. And, um, it was James 4, mm-hmm. eight, 6 or 8 or something, something like that. Like, and it's yeah. draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Exactly. Yeah. And so today, uh, listener, as we get ready to conclude and end this podcast, draw near to the Lord. You're, you're hearing a 23-year-old, right? And she's had several life experiences that have been just changed her. And not people say wreck. I don't think it wrecked. It got her on course. And people use words like that to, to really illustrate like a passion. I think, right. you know what, Lord? We're going to get our language correct. Yeah. Amanda was not wrecked. 
she was put on course. Her emotions were put mm-hmm. on course. Yeah. Her, her desires and goals were put back on course. This is where God's na- uh, super is put in our natural. Yeah. And you've experienced that. And listener, we're praying for you right now as we're saying this and talking about uh, purity and power. They do go hand in hand. But our desire is for you to understand if you are saved and you have not experienced what we're talking about, purity and power, um, it's time to make um, a course um, direct. It's what was it called? The course direction where you're going to make some changes in your yeah. life. And it's t- it starts by making a decision. What yeah. are you deciding right now, listener? What do you want to do? What do you want to change? What's going on in your life that you're not experiencing power in your life? Mm-hmm. You know, one word immediately comes to my heart is hypocrite. And that word hypocrite means you say one thing, but you're doing another. And that's a very, that word will hit you between the eyes if it describes your actions, if it's truly describing you. And our prayer is for you at this moment is that you stop becoming that hypocrite and you start living your life as a Christian. And I'm going to have Amanda pray for you right now. And you're going to feel power surging through your body. And it's going to, it's going to infuse you like the scripture we read in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 16, where the Spirit is going to give you the strength to live the life you've always dreamed about living. And you may even thought it's too far away or it's not realistic. Let me tell you something. It is very much realistic. Yeah. Married or unmarried, you are special in the eyes of God. He has a plan and a purpose for you. And as my daughter gets ready to pray for you, all you got to do, I don't care if you're in a cubicle, you raise your hands. You know, if you got to go... If you can't raise your hands, let's just go ahead and say, you know, just just receive it. You, just be a recipient mm-hmm. of this powerful prayer in purity and let God let God begin to change you. Because the prayer that she's going to pray is the seeds that she's placed in her heart all these years. And now it's going to be manifested through a power of prayer just for you. Lord, we just, we thank you for every listener listening. Um, Lord God, we just pray for every heart. We pray for every mind. Lord, we just thank you that the peace that you give, Lord, that that we can barely fathom to understand, Lord. Thank you for um, for that peace yes. upon our lives, upon yes. our hearts, Lord, right yes. now. We thank you, God, that it's never too late. Um, we thank you, Father, that you never look away, that you've never lost sight of us, Lord, yeah. and that if we may seem that we have lost sight of you, or we've lost sight of the goal or um, the purpose to life, to yes. living for you, God, we just thank you. Um, just for reconnecting us, Lord God, for yes. getting us back on course, for giving us the strength when we may feel weak and we feel right. like we can't right. continue or go on, right. Lord God. And I just pray that you, if people feel like there's not um, anyone in their lives to trust or to um, to be able to be transparent and vulnerable with, Lord God, we thank you for bringing them, bringing those people into their lives, Lord. But first and foremost, Teach them how to trust you, yes. which is so important. Yes. Lord, your word says that we don't need a teacher, that you are a teacher, Lord, and that um, we just thank you that if those people don't have maybe um, someone, again, what they that they learn to trust in you mm-hmm. um, first, Lord, and that you will bring those people their way um, to help grow and help encourage and motivate, Lord. And we just, again, for every single heart, Lord, that if they feel that um, they're too long gone or, oh, I'm too old for that, Lord God, just renew their hearts renew yeah. their minds yeah and restore them yes oh in Lord. jesus name 
Amen. Amen. I like to read this. This is First uh, Corinthians uh, chapter two, verses four through five. Is also in the New Living Translation version, and it says, "My message and my preaching were very plain. Rather than using clever and persuasive speeches, I relied on the power of the Holy Spirit. I did this so that you would not turn to human wisdom, but in the power of God." And so we that was our prayer for you and. I pray you were encouraged uh, through this podcast in regards to power and purity. And if you are a Christian and you are walking in power and you are walking in purity, continue to, continue to do so. Continue being a light. Continue being the salt during the season. If there's ever a season, if there's ever a time, it is this time and this season. And if you have no idea what I'm talking about, you're probably living like a recluse because it's everywhere. People are hurting. Make sure you're an encouragement and make sure you're the light and make sure you're spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ to people. They need it and they deserve it. Once again, thank you for joining Amanda, Emily DeLeon, and myself, Reverend Matthew DeLeon, on the Power Talk podcast. We love you guys. God bless you. And we want to thank uh, Carmelo. You know, he puts us on his radio station. I don't have the information in front of me, uh, unfortunately, but I do want to mention his name and other. we are also other platforms. If you don't know, go to our, our website, powerhousechurch.us, and there's a platforms you can listen to other than Spotify. But anyway, this is a privilege to be with my daughter, and uh, we love you all. Love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> we love you all, and may you have a blessed week. Thank you for joining us today. Power Talk Podcast is brought to you by Powerhouse Church. You can find us at fellowship.fm and Spotify. If you would like more information, prayer, or want to contact us, go to powerhousechurch.us.